I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad. Hello, and welcome to our first podcast. This is strange. I got myself and uh, Aaron Chalk here, Hello. the full team from Foe. Um, so, yeah, so uh, we decided to record this uh, podcast just around all things advertising. Um, one of the main re- reasons being due to the fact we're both working remotely at the minute, and we have been for quite some time, we don't really get to kind of talk ads as much as we used to just in the office, you know what I mean? Um, or even when you'd be meeting someone out for a coffee or just chatting in general, we used to always just talk everything advertising if you saw something great or you saw something you didn't like or whatever. So what we wanted to do was just do a nice little, uh, nice little podcast, something just that just talks about the things that we like in advertising and just interesting things that might potentially be going on. Um, and we thought it just would be an easy way for us to kind of put this out there and to at least get to have these conversations because it's just something that's, it's kind of really gone from the wayside. And um, we got into this industry because we, we love advertising and we love ads. So this is a way for us to kind of show that and talk about it, I guess. Yeah, and it's also quite obligatory that you run a podcast um, at some stage in 2020 or 2021. So we're just getting it out of the way now. Exactly. I just can't wait till Squarespace sends the email to offer the sponsorship. Um, <laughs> I'm, go- I'm definitely going to turn them down. I'm counting, <laughs> I'm I'm counting down. for uh, MeUndies. That's what I'm holding out for. MeUndies. Yeah, well, you're, you're, an, you're a big fan of MeUndies, aren't you? That's a different podcast topic. I think. <laughs> okay, cool. So... Um, what we're going to do uh, for this first podcast, given the fact that it's uh, January, we're a little bit into the new year. Obviously, um, Christmas is a massive time of year for advertising. So what we wanted to do was we're just going to reflect. We both just got an ad each that uh, we want to talk about from this Christmas just gone, just to um, be like why it stood out for us, what we liked about it. Um, and I guess I'll go first. So Aaron, I think I've sent you the link. Yeah, let's, so. have, a, let's have a look. Okay, so play. Super duper coordination. Wow, how'd you put that together? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> I know, right? It's a gift. Did you buy the goat a designer outfit? Yes. She's had such a hard year. She blooming well deserves it, if you ask me. Everyone deserves great gifts this season. How festive. Um, yeah, so, go for it. So yeah, that's uh, TK Maxx. Um, that's their Christmas 2020 campaign, The Little Goat. So it's by um, creative agency Whedon and Kennedy in, um, or W plus K, whatever you want to know them as, um, yeah, based out of London. So it's, uh, I, what I really liked about this ad, because there's so, there so many Christmas ads, Um I'm a big fan of humor in advertising. I don't think I don't think humor is used or as utilized as much as it potentially could be. Um and especially this year with all that was kind of going on, what I love about is what this ad doesn't say. Like the only reference to 2020 is the goat has had a hard year. That's it. And but that's what it's it's just it's been a tough year for everyone. We don't need to spell it out. Everyone knows how shit 2020 was. I don't need to see how shit it is. It's been reflected in this. And yeah, even the goat. So it's it's almost like playing on the fact that 
you had a bad year that's grand even the goat had a bad year treat yourself but let's be honest the the actor there because he's saying in a welsh accent he could have said anything he could have yeah, read true. the ingredients of a pack at the back of a pack yeah, of crisps yeah, yeah. and he would have got away with it um but i just think it it just makes me smile every time i saw it over christmas yeah um, and it actually what was interesting about the fact because there was a few there was there was a few other funny ads like Tesco's ad was quite funny this year as well, um, but I just liked that it just didn't it didn't do too much and the fact that it was sandwiched on TV screens between so many or other emotive ads it stood out even more as yeah. something different. Yeah, I, f- I found um, the, I, f- I found the, the the TK Maxx ad. I saw it a lot over Christmas and it it didn't. It didn't get kind of tiresome after after a good few views. You still kind of like the goat. Uh, the accent and the way they delivered the lines was brilliant. I love the way she's questioning. In did you buy did you buy the the goat a sweater? And she just accepts the answer. She's like, fair enough. The goat did deserve a sweater. But like, yeah, those kind of ads, especially when you're pitching them, that's you're 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 taking a bit of a leap of faith. One that the humor will come off that. You know, it's going to actually be funny once you actually produce the thing, and two that the animation of the goat is going to look believable and cute enough that it carries the ad. So it was a big risk, I think, creatively actually going pitching it, but also the client running with it. But it paid off. It works. It works really well. And I think the the casting is perfect for the the husband and wife. You assume is the husband and wife team there in the cottage. Yeah, so like one of the things around, um, I was reading, doing some research on the actual ad itself, um, and it was around the fact they were able to shoot it safe, COVID safe. Like the 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 um, the production was streamed to the creative team to give feedback on lines and things like that. So based on the fact the whole thing been stripped down, um, which I just thought was interesting. So it was shot and thought about this year. Um, it just, I just love it. It just. It's always tougher to be the funny person in the room because if you put yourself out there to make a joke, there's a chance someone won't laugh. Yeah. And it's just nice to see a brand do something funny around Christmas because, and especially this year, it was just, it there was always going to be really good creative that was emotive, but just it stood out more because it didn't go down that route for me. And I suppose it's true to TK Maxx kind of brand in general. They're not, they're not the ha-ha funny type of brand, but their ads are always a little bit left to center whether they're creatively left to center yeah. they do they do spe- speculate with a bit of humor now and again having bill knighty as their their vo for the last few years really helps that because he is that character in yeah, the best yeah. christmas films of all time being love actually so it kind of you do kind of bring that along with you when, you when you're doing an ad like that and i think what you said there shooting a covid safe I think that's you can see that in a lot of Christmas ads this year. There's a lot of animation mm-hmm. in the ads. You look at your McDonald's ads, your John Lewis ads. There's and there's a lot that you could see productions kind of that were deliberately keeping people on set or people on screen together at a bit of a minimum. And you can see how they went about the production, which was it was interesting. And it kind of a lot of them worked. You know, they they did the job um, uh, in terms of being able to do a good good production. Um, but but it was once you kind of looked past it, you could see it a bit more. Okay, I've shown you mine. You show me yours. Ooh, cheeky. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, whenever you're ready, press okay. play. Play. What a wonderful day. Got me feeling so fine. Such a wonderful day. 
the best day of my life. All my happy dreams are coming true, dear, and I'm smiling the whole day through. For high above the skies are blue, dear. I'm happy as can be, it's true. So that was yeah. the uh, the uh, holidays as usual by Heineken. That was made by Publicis uh, Italy. Um, obviously run as a global campaign because we're getting it here in Ireland. Um, the cut that we would just watched there is slightly different. To there's some extra scenes that were was in the Irish uh, one. Uh, one of the scenes that that was in the Irish one that uh, that particularly stood out to me was when the oven scene there where they're checking the the roast. And uh, the older person walks by and actually turns down the dial on the oven. So it's, it's adjusting the cooking time, even when so someone else is in charge of the meal in itself. Um, I love that ad, again, because similar to the TK Maxx one, uh, it has the humour in it. Heineken are, are known for their kind of humour in their ads or kind of having that, that non-linear type of ad. Um, I think it worked because what happens at Christmas with people getting together, having to kind of fit in with other people's kind of rules or ways of doing things it seems to be a very universal thing no matter if you're Irish, Italian, American, English uh, or, or what have you so there's I think there's a couple of things in that ad that resonate with a lot of people and different things would resonate with different people about going home over the, over the holidays so I thought it was very clever use of in, insights and, and done really well from a production point of view What I thought was interesting about it is, is it's a really nice piece of work is uh, it kind of covers everyone. It covers everyone's experience from the <laughs> oldest. Like, I, I love the little the look. I don't think that was on Irish TV where the girlfriend or the wife Take, looks off the at shoes. the look. Yeah, just gives him a look. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a great bit of just because like Christmas is all around looks because like everything's nearly unspoken because when it's spoken, it's very angry or pleasant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Once the the kind of fights over the Christmas table. But I think I love how it's it's all nonverbal and it's just these little looks say so much because that's what you a lot of people when you end up putting, I don't know, uh, you end up going home and it's more so, I guess, for older Christmases than it is for Christmas just gone when you would have had more people in the house, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always so much noise. There's so much communication done nonverbally with body language and people just being off with each other or just not wanting to get involved so they kind of shut off and yeah there's a lot said without anything being said at the same time yeah exactly it's especially like mothers uh you bringing your new habits into their home and then just quietly going no we don't do that here (laughs) (laughs) we take off we we have house shoes uh so that's not how you were raised (laughs) the the thing it reminded me of actually was um heineken came out with a creative i think i don't know if it was released in ireland but it was during it was around uh, the summer last year um, called Back to the Bars, where it was when mm-hmm. places were reopening and people were going back, socialising. Um, they had uh, an ad that basically went through the the new normal uh, in terms of, you know, people people not sharing food or double dipping on dips or kind of not cheersing and stuff like that. And there's, there's, it was done with a nice bit of humour. There's one scene where two lads uh, go into a, a hallway, one at the other end, and it was like a standoff as in like, what do we do? Because they didn't want to be beside each other. So it was that humour and I thought that was that that same type of humour is brought perfectly into 
to this holidays as usual ad. It was it was very much a one thread, and I think it worked really well. Perfect for the Heineken brand. Yeah, no, it's a really nice piece of creative. I like it. Um, I don't drink Heineken, but yeah, it's still nice. <laughs> they run out. <laughs> but I don't really drink anything at the minute. I yeah. don't drink Guinness or anything. So. And I, w- I wonder but, uh, if we'll see a bit more um, humour being brought into ad because of the avalanche of emotional ads. It, feel, it feels like there's a bit of a, when it comes to Christmas, the default is we need an emotional ad. We need to try and make people cry. Not saying that's a, a bad thing or the wrong thing to do. It just seems to be very commonplace now. So things yeah, that ads like well, this that have a bit of humour, a little bit of a different slant in them, I think they land and cut through a bit more. Well, we, we talk about this quite a bit. Um, and I think... Yeah, I just think, especially in a group, so when you, if you imagine when you're doing a production, there's so many people involved, and usually a joke, unless it's for TV shows, but a joke usually originates in one person's mind, or the concept of a joke, and then they have to tell it to another person, and then if they find it funny, it's like, okay, now this is something we can bring to more people. But the more people I think you get involved with a joke, the harder it is to keep what made the joke funny, because some people might take it up a different way or etc so that's why i think it is difficult in this day and age for humor to really come through i think i think it is difficult to to sell it in because emotive seems to be the easier sell as a brand you know what i mean but i i think i just think it's interesting because if you go to a if you go to, i think foils diamond hog do this great where they do things where um like each country is represented by a person in a house party. They do all these yeah, kind of yeah, house party yeah. sketches, right? But if you were to put your brands in a house party, it's like, and if you were actually at a house party, you want to hang out with a funny person. Like you're talking about getting customers to resonate with the brand. If you do something that I find funny, that, that's great. That's but you got to take a risk. You got to you got to take the risk of me not finding it funny. So, but it pays off way more. Like when a brand does something great and kind of that really kind of stops you in your track and makes you laugh just like people if you meet someone out or you're you're at someone or someone introduces you to a new friend of theirs and they're hilarious you're like oh yeah they're great i like them they're good people i hope they're at the next one (laughs) you know what i mean yeah as opposed to someone who's maybe a bit too emotional when you're talking to them you're like okay yeah i I get this but this is draining this is draining (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't take away from them but it just the thing about the emotional ads too um Obviously, when, when John Lewis, I think they were the definitely the flag bearers in this yeah. years ago. And because they were so, wow, what is that? They really stood out. And, and they could do, they, they repeat, were able to repeat it unopposed, really, for years. About three or four years, they were the king of it. Um, and then it, it started to become a bit ubiquitous with it. But those type of ads, once you see them once and the, the reveal happens in terms of what the emotional twist is or what have you, it's never going to be the same after the first time you watch it. Whereas with humor, you can hear the joke or you can see an ad that you kind of like over and over again without it becoming as, as grating. And especially if an ad is disposable at Christmas, it's only going to run for the 2020 Christmas or the 2021 mm-hmm. Christmas. I think mm-hmm. you have that, you have that uh, kind of almost, you're, you're given that rope that you can, you can push it out a little bit more and, and, and yeah. use that humor and go to town on it with, with your media spend over the November, December period because you don't need it to work in February. You don't need it to work next Christmas. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I just acknowledge that. I, I imagine every creative agency is potentially out there pitching funny things and maybe clients want to make funny things, but just when you, 
it just seems to have too much risk involved, you know. But you have a valid point where if you're only making it for 2020, take the risk. But it's uh, it's tough. It's a tough sell in. But I, I think I think imitation is key, as you said. Like once once someone starts cutting through with humor, eventually it will trickle down, and four years later there'll be humor everywhere, and there won't be emotion again. Mm. And then it'll swing, you know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, see when if if next year, if, not next year, but this the Christmas 2021. You know, we don't know what this year is going to be like, but if it starts to get towards the end of the year, at least resemble a bit of normality. Um, what the, what the kind of the, the temperature of the ads will be be at that stage? Yeah, you'd hope you'd hopeful if if the year improves, people are going to be joyful. It's like people talking about the roaring twenties. You know what I mean? So people are just going to want to look forward. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, and laughter is key. On that note, that's the end of our first podcast. Um, thanks all if you've made it this far that's uh, that's great if you haven't hard luck um, you've, missed missed, you've missed these tidbits um, you've missed nothing no exactly so yeah that's the um, the end of our first podcast uh, it's something we're probably going to do a little bit more regularly um, and as we go on uh, we might have some friends of ours some come on maybe and talk about ads that they like or um ads they don't like or whatever and if you want to get in contact with us dm us on social if there's anything an ad that you would like us to look at or um an ad you want to even come on and talk about yourself great okay till next time